Welcome to Horror and More with Anya Gore. I am your horror mistress, Anya. And tonight with me, I have a very special guest, my favorite photographer, obviously. I've got Melissa from Malevolent Productions, who is the visionary and photographer. If you have not already checked out this page, you need to check it out. And she has her own personal modeling page, which is called Melissa Morbid X. I will link both Instagram, TikTok, all of that below in the description of this episode. So welcome, Melissa. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for joining me. The first thing I want to do before we get into anything is I want to do a huge shout out to Wicked Cat Clothing. Wicked Cat has sent myself and Melissa and Sarah McCobb t-shirts, and I can wholeheartedly say on all three of our behalfs, we really appreciate these horror shirts. They are great. We love them. They are so cute. They're great quality. Um, if you haven't already checked out, mine says, let's watch horror movies together. <laughs> and Melissa, yours says... Original or original queen of horror, I believe. <laughs> I love it. It's oh, awesome. Yes. Oh, yes. And then Sarah's is Bloody Mary. And for any listeners out there, go check out Wicked Cat Clothing. I will link them down below in the uh, again in the description of the podcast if you would like 30 percent off please use the code all capital letters special 30 which is spelled out s-p-e-c-i-a-l 30 and you will get 30 percent off highly recommend checking out their catalog so on tonight's episode melissa and i have decided we're going to talk about our patreon <laughs> if you have not already seen us plugging it <laughs> which i would be <laughs> shocked if you have not um we have a patreon we have teamed up and it is called gore x morbid and we're going to talk to you tonight a quick summary about what it is the tiers that are on it what you're going to find on it and then why we're doing this so really recently, I would say, how many days ago was that? A few days ago, right? That mm -hmm. we added this third tier? Yeah, just a couple days ago. So basically, we started off, we've been doing this successfully for about two months now. And we love the followers that we have gained. We are very appreciative of them. And we want to continue to grow our journey with our fans. And we decided to add another tier and then sort of change our third tier. So our first tier is $3 US, which I believe is $5 Canadian. And what this is going to get you is pictures. You, if you don't need all the fluff, you don't want to see all of the, you know, appreciation videos and you don't need to see all of the lengthier videos we're going to be posting. You just want to see a couple basic pictures then this is the tier for you. It's cheaper and you get content. We will be posting to this tier weekly. Tier two is $5 US, which is I believe $7 Canadian. And uh, with this tier, you get the pictures from tier one, but you will get additional pictures and you will get mini videos. 
and included in those mini videos are a couple horror shorts that we've played around with and are going to continue to work on, which we're very excited about. And appreciation posts, Thirsty Thursday posts, you are going to get how many? Three to four times we post there weekly, something mm -hmm. like that. Yep. And then we've got our third tier, which before it was if you really love us and you want to support us and give us more money, you can. But we have made this tier a suggestion tier. And we are going to start doing behind the scenes stuff in the moment, videos, pictures. We're going to have longer contented videos. So instead of it being, you know, a 30 second or 45 second video of us doing our explicit content it might end up being a minute or a minute and a half it might be us just talking to you as a fan while we're shooting so this is the the bigger tier and with that you get all of that but then this is also the suggestion tier so if you have a suggestion for us that you would like us to do join this tier and we will take your idea and make it so much more crazed and psychotic <sighs> and dark and that will be available for anybody paying the higher amount so tonight we're going to talk about our biggest why why we started this platform and so melissa i'm going to give you the platform now <laughs> okay. tell us what's your why so I've been creating predominantly horror content now for about two years, mostly on Malevolent. And I've really watched the horror community grow in a lot of ways, but also be restricted in a lot of ways. And it's frustrating because I have never been one to conform. <laughs> and I certainly don't want to hold back what I want to create and the more I started pushing my content on malevolent and morbid the more I was getting my content flagged and taken down and it was frustrating because I didn't want to censor myself and create content strictly for IG I want to make content for myself mm -hmm. so I think that's a big part of the reason and then of course you and I you know come up with these amazing ideas but we're so hesitant to fork out the money and the time to create them when we know that no one's going to get to enjoy them. They're just going to get taken down and we can't fully express it the way we want to. So Patreon was a really good way to be able to still create that art. I know for both of us, it's brought us a lot of joy and happiness. And it also helps to fund because, you know, for, again, almost two years, I basically out-of-pocketed all of my art all of us have which is fine but it is nice to be able to fund the projects and have a little bit of support that way that's the long and short of it <laughs> <laughs> you know i get both pleasure from creating it because i get to be uncensored without boundaries and it also helps to have a little bit of financial backing to help us to create the really big ideas that we want you know i almost feel like we need to put a prop cost list together to, <laughs> to show people Thousands. what is involved <laughs> i think oh, yes. between lighting camera equipment 
props, just fake blood, easily three, four thousand dollars I've spent in the last year and a half, two years. And that doesn't count for any photo editing apps or equipment or production that you've had to add. That that doesn't count for any of the live video editing software you've needed. No. It just, it is such a... And I've always, it, it's, it, it, it never bothered me to put my art out there to share for free. But there comes a point of sustainability. And um, yeah, I think a lot of artists feel the same way. Um, you know, you can only do so much um, on something that you make no money doing. So it all helps to go towards things. And we really appreciate everyone who has supported us thus far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I also find that if anybody, any other creators or artists are currently on Instagram, there's been a bit of a shift. And I have talked to lots of other creatives about this, and they're feeling it as well. But it's turning into a two-second flip. They look at the quick picture. They sometimes give it a like, and that's about it. And it's hard to want to keep creating to get your art out there when you know that it's not really even being received. It's true. And I've been shadow banned for, oh gosh, <laughs> probably like over a year. I only maybe have 10% of my following that sees my work. So I have over 4,000 followers on Malevolent and I think a few hundred see my work. And it's very frustrating because so much goes into just one image you know oh yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> well and even more so as the photographer you know from it's different from the model's perspective because it ends for me once I leave mm. it doesn't end for you once mm. I leave <laughs> <laughs> well and I think you know for anyone listening that's like a creative in your blood it starts with the idea and gathering everybody together, finding a location, getting your props, getting your equipment, taking the time, setting everything up, shooting, cleaning up, editing, <laughs> promoting, and putting it out. And it's just not sustainable to do that long term without any financial support. Yeah, I agree. I mean... In, in, in one respect, we will always continue to do this because as you and I have spoken, this is not our full-time jobs. We have full-time jobs. Yes. And this is one of our hangouts together and it is one of our creative outlets, but it, it's, I, I would imagine it's like being a photographer for a magazine and you never see your stuff getting published. It's just you don't want to keep doing the same thing. You're getting stuck a little bit mm -hmm. and you do want to be able to see your art seen. Yeah. And, and I, I think, and that's, that's the frustrating thing is like a huge part of why I love creating is because I love the feedback and I love to inspire people. And it sucks to know that a, the mass can't see my full fucked up creations because they just get taken down or I can't post them. Yeah. And you know, be Instagram uh if I if they do allow it, I mean what, like 50 people get to see it. <laughs> yeah. 
which is such a small percentage of your actual followers. Yes. Such a small percentage. It's so frustrating. And I feel like with the Patreon, it's giving us like a second chance to, to try, you know, and Sorry, my okay. uh, my computer's having some issues. It's giving us like a second chance to see how far we can push the limits. And it's, I don't know, that that's how I look at it. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, how many times have we been shooting and it'll be like, okay, Anya, get your nipple back in there, cover this up. <laughs> because... Yeah. We know that that will get removed or flagged or it'll get us shadow banned. And, you know, as two huge horror buffs, even though we are not creating porn, we are not creating nudity for the sake of nudity, that is a part of what we do. And horror and sex just go together horror and boobs blood goes together and it's very limiting on any of the platforms i can't even post weapons it's even on tiktok it's it's even the it's even the concepts right like it's it's not even necessarily the um just the skin showing it's the concepts in general um when it comes to victim stuff or Um, like you said, like weapon use and stuff, right? Like the amount of censorship now is just crazy. I mean, this is the thing. If we were glamorizing this and making it look pretty and we were saying, you should do this too, (laughs) then I can understand the attacks. But we're very clear. This is fake. This is our tribute to a horror movie. This is because we're horror fans. We're horror fanatics. Um... We take inspiration from the dark visuals. I still think of my most inspired visuals that I've ever seen is the TV show Hannibal. I just... Oh, it's incredible. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If I could recreate every single episode. (laughs) Um, I mean, do you remember when I started watching that? I would text you all the time. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um... And this totally. is the thing, like, there's, there's so much beauty within the horror world. It's beautiful, it's dark, it's interesting to look at. You can't look away. And it's, and it's I don't know if it's just because of how many followers I have on Malevolent now, and I try to follow everyone back that I'm seeing just how big the horror world is, or if it's just becoming, like, I feel like it's it's so much more out there than it was Mm -hmm. when I first started Malevolent. Mm -hmm. I felt like a very small, you know, minority in the photography community. But now I feel like dark art is huge. Huge. There's feature accounts for dark art. There didn't, there wasn't feature accounts two years ago. Not not, not like this. Not like this. I agree with you. I think um, one of my biggest whys, aside from everything you've talked about, And if anybody has ever, you know, watched any of my stories, I'm sure you're aware that I'm a bit of an exhibitionist. I I like to be naked. And I've got got no problems with people seeing me naked. And I I find that to go hand-in-hand with the exhibitionist part of me, it's very empowering as a woman to be a 
a thick woman, but embrace it and own it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember being in my 20s and always feeling like I was too fat or too big. And it's crazy because I would have been a size four at that time having those problems. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, But, you know, I, I, I'm just like really trying to embrace femininity and womanhood in a different way than that has been shoved down my throat for 30 plus years. You know, well, I mean, doing the Patreon has been <laughs> so liberating for me because I mean, doing Malevolent, I would, I mean, I barely even showed who I was at all to go from that to Morbid to now the Patreon um, it's definitely brought me out of my shell. hundred percent. hundred percent. If anyone wants to see Melissa in lingerie, you need to go join our Patreon. Uh, I think it's so funny because the people viewing the photos are like, oh, she's a pro at this. And I'm inside like shaking. It's <laughs> funny. Well, it's very different. I, I imagine being behind the camera than being in front oh, of it. I totally, and you, you know how many times, uh, you were like, oh, we should do something together. We should shoot together. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and now I'm like, tits out, blood. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's just go for it. Let's so. go for it. That's right. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's a very powerful time in the world with all of the acknowledgement of all of the historical, um, abuse to minorities and we're women and we have been a part of the minority culture and I think it's super important that we embrace it and we do what we want and this is what we want to do and what I like about all of that is it is being received well and it isn't being received out of context which is huge because some people might just see what we're doing and look at that and go, sex and blood, great, woohoo! Mm-hmm. But people are actually taking the time to look at our videos and say, wow, that's twisted. Yeah. So they're actually understanding the concept and the, the vision that we're putting into it. What I think is an interesting tidbit for people to know is Anya and I spend like so much time <laughs> uh, messaging each other during the day. Um, analyzing every decision that we make for the Patreon. When we put things out there, it is not done lightly. We really take the time to really think about what we want to do and make sure that we're not just doing nudity for the sake of nudity or sexiness for the sake of sexiness, but really doing projects that we believe in. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this isn't just some money-making thing. Like, you guys have no idea what's coming on the 17th. We have a huge shoot coming. And the amount of effort and time that we put in um, to planning these things is crazy. Like we are communicating nonstop, you know, this isn't something that we take lightly. We really do truly care. And these are passion projects and yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And this is the thing, like the shoot that we have coming up is costing us way more than the income we have coming in from Patreon. (laughs) But it's worth it because it's something we want to be doing. And what I, I really hope, and I, I think it's, it's being, you know, received is, is how much we love what we're doing. It's not just like you said, it's not just a quick 
stand in front of the camera, do a couple snaps, and no. then post it and promote it and mm, say, pay, pay for me. me. No. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think, I mean, no truer words are spoken when we say the money that we get goes right back into the shoots. Um, yeah, yeah. Unless we had thousands of patrons, we wouldn't be able to quit our day jobs. But <laughs> yeah, um, I think for I us, wish. creating creating is our therapy. It's our social time. It's our, it's our passion and yeah, it really is. And it's just, it's, it's for, again, anybody that follows me on Instagram knows that I am watching horror movies all the time, so much to the point where I don't have anything to watch anymore. (laughs) You know, what's so funny is I don't watch a lot of horror movies, but I know you don't, (laughs) (laughs) but I create so many in my mind (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny we also pull inspiration from very different places you have this creative vision constantly running in your brain yes and it's like you have these boxes that you're putting all of your ideas in i don't have that right i get inspired by the horror movies that i'm watching and then i'll i'll see something and i'll say oh we need to do this and then you'll say oh well this is how we're going to elevate it Mm-hmm. And I mean, very rarely in in the shoots that you and I do is is any of the creative um, production behind it. Me, ninety nine percent of it, it's all you. No, but you're a muse, and it, without your willingness to take it as far as you do, I wouldn't be able to That's create true. those things. So <laughs> not I mean, everybody's willing to do that. It's a symbiotic relationship. Completely. Absolutely, but I do want people to understand that. You know, it's really difficult to see see something from a horror movie and then find a way to do it in your own way. That's hard to do because it's really, really difficult to not recreate things. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I pride us in doing is we will find a very basic idea and we will make it our own. Totally. And unless we're doing something specifically, like when we did the us shoot that was exactly like the movie because that was on purpose yeah 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 i mean um, i think a lot of the ideas i have for the future are original concepts ron was original and millie was original mm -hmm. um the creature you and i created was original and i'm not saying that people copy art but i've seen similar things you know like that but i think it's the way we shoot it the way we edit it and just you know, every photographer has their own vision and their own perspective on things. So a lot of horror content is recycled. Vampires and demons and ghosts and creepy masks. And you're going to see tons of that. But you fall in love with the photographer's vision, their eye, their editing. That's what makes it unique and different. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. But I love when I come up with an original concept, I get really excited because I'm like, you find me something out there that's like this. It's almost a challenge because there, again, there is just so there is the art that is out there right now. Horror wise is just it's it's unbelievable. It is. It's unbelievable. And and, I mean, and people should also know that we take so much inspiration as well from what's out there. I mean, we're constantly resharing things to each other that we see on Instagram. Totally. It, there's so much. So much. And what I'm really enjoying about the community that we have become a part of 
is the love and the lack of cattiness. And I find, especially with, say, like Sarah Macabre and Moon and Coven, what they're doing is very similar to what you and I are doing, but I don't feel that there is any competition there. No. There is nothing but love and support, and we are in awe of each other all the time, right? Yeah. And I just, I love that. And I take pride in being part of that community. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think the women of the horror community are just so badass. Like, Oh, we're fucking killing <laughs> it. I'm sorry. But <laughs> what we're doing is a lot better than what a lot of the men are doing when they throw on a mask and then take a <laughs> selfie. i just saying. Just saying. We contort our bodies. We vomit things up. Swall- Do you know how much fake blood I've accidentally oh swallowed? God. I did a little <laughs> bit of uh, fake blood in the tub tonight, and I'm stained everywhere. And I don't <laughs> even know if it worked out, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you know, for anybody listening, if if what you're hearing us say is your calling, do it. And my recommendation is don't wait to try to find the right situation just start oh totally oh my goodness like i have been asked so many times uh from from like new photographers on malevolent how do you get into this and how do you find models and um where do you get your props from and i'm like even if you don't have any of those things like you can go to the dollar store you can use sticks and leaves and twigs and food coloring if that's all you have like yeah yeah that, that's the cool thing about horror art and dark art um is the limitless boundaries you can, literally can make something out of nothing and anya and i have talked about how um some of our best work work that we won creepy tree film festival awards for cost us like 10 bucks so yeah, there's always a way to do it. And during the pandemic and times when I was on lockdown, when I couldn't work with my models, I just took photos on myself. There's all where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Don't Absolutely. limit yourself. Absolutely. So this is your sign to stop listening to our podcast when the episode is done and go into your bathroom and take some creepy ass pictures of yourself. <laughs> and if you need to find good editing software out there, just even get prequel okay here's a here's a fun fact so any uh listeners that follow my morbid page every single photo of me that i've done on there is just done with a cell phone obviously malevolent productions i use a very expensive camera but you can create magic with just your cell phone just get creative uh, look up some apps like anya said prequel is a good one lightroom is great um mixtures is great carbon is great there's so many and uh just have fun with it i agree totally agree and so if we can let's give everybody a little teaser about what you and i are going to be doing next (laughs) selective okay what do you think which what should we let people okay. know. Okay, there is going to be a bathtub involved. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but when you hear bathtub, and then you hear Anya Gore and Melissa Morbid X, <laughs> we're not just going to be sitting in a bathtub, no. sexually rubbing each other. No. You better believe it's going to be dark and twisted as fuck. I wonder how many people think we sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> Probably anybody. Um, 
else? What, what else is a good teaser? We, we should, you know what? I'm good on that note. For anybody listening, if you don't know, <laughs> both of us are in committed relationships. We are. M- Melissa has an amazing partner. I do. I'm married, and we both have kids. <laughs> so anybody listening to this thinking you're going to get somewhere with either of us, you're not. <laughs> now, that being said, I'm an exhibitionist. I will, I will talk and be friendly but that's it. And Melissa is the same. She will be friendly. She will have very limited conversations. If you're wanting to talk about photography, art, you want to talk about how you like our stuff, that's fine. Yeah. But anything beyond that is we're going to end that very quickly. I have always, I've never wanted to come into social media as like an untouchable person. Like you will, you cannot message me. You know what I mean? Like I think building a community is important and I don't mind getting messages from males. uh, If you like my art or whatever, but I'm not going to flirt and it's not going to go any further than that. And yeah, I mean, I don't think it should have to be all or nothing just can, I agree you with you but us, you know we got it we got to tell them the listeners out there because I'm sure that there are some followers that are wishing and hoping and praying <laughs> <laughs> and no Melissa and I do not sleep together oh we should have left that uh, <laughs> you should have just yet. Le- left that <laughs> yeah yeah well yet come on now <laughs> I've been with my husband for a really long time. No, it's been a um, while since I've been with yeah, a woman. It's, it's, um, yeah, we have a good time and we're so mm-hmm. close and it's not, it's not like that, but we, well, we are naked. We, we get off, <laughs> but we get off on how <laughs> fucked up things look more than, oh, is this sexy? We're like, yeah. oh my God, this is so fucked up. I love it. Like I never look at Anya's boobs and think, oh baby, but I go, <laughs> this shit is fucked. <laughs> Anya, they're not bloody enough. Yeah, exactly. Can we make you look like you've been cut to pieces, please? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So a bathtub will be involved. And I, I think I can also say, without giving anything away, fishnets. Oh, yeah. Will be there. Yeah. Separately. And, oh, and, and can I say cannibalism a little bit? Maybe just a little bit. You can maybe, say that. Yeah. Bit of cannibalism, maybe. We'll yep. see. We'll see what happens. Yep. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. It Even we sounds... don't always know what's going to happen. <laughs> no, that's true. You know, a lot of the time we just get together with our massive oh box of props. I remember the first the first few handful of shoots that we had. And I remember looking at like the two or three things I had and thinking, I don't have anything. Oh my <laughs> and gosh, now, now we have so too much <laughs> too much too i mean much. you you had a hallway mm-hmm. full and all of my props have to be very very separated from my kids because they're young and so they literally spill out of the back of my vehicle i have to hide them with things and my kids are constantly lifting up wings and <laughs> my son saw the meat hook one day and was like what is this for mom <laughs> oh you know just dinner (laughs) well i think i said something along the lines of like drying clothing (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah no it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited because again like i said with the patreon it's a totally different experience than creating for malevolent because 
I have zero concern about censorship where when I'm doing stuff for Malevolent, I have to have some level of boundary, but with the Patreon, we don't. And that is the best feeling. It is the best feeling. And I have like, we're very close and we're very good friends, but we definitely have um, very different opinions on music, especially. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think on horror movies. And even life yep. things. And I, and I think that's what makes us a good duo because we don't think exactly the same. So we bring something different to the table. It's totally true. It is completely true, actually. Yeah. Melissa is, um, when it comes to horror movies, she's watched a lot, a fair amount. And, um, but I find you don't dig deep into them the same way that I, I- do. Which is weird to me because you'd normally dig deep into things. Yeah. But with horror movies, I find you're, I don't want to say popcorn movie watcher because that's not the right term for for you, but you kind of watch it more like at face value. Right? I only watch things that like really captivate my interest. And Mm. And I don't know, like my mind is like a movie playing all the time. But no, if I get a recommendation for something, um, I, I, I will usually watch it. Or if there's a preview for something, I just find a lot of the horror movies, uh, the mainstream horror movies that have come out in the last five years, besides like Hereditary, um, you know, not the biggest fan. But back in the day, and I love all the old stuff. That's like where my heart is. Um, but like you're talking about the Exorcist, that kind I'm of. I'm talking era? like it, like, like the Exorcist, like Creep Show. I did. I liked Paranormal Activity. They should, I know they I should know. have stopped after <laughs> number three. We could do a whole other podcast on that. I know. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a rhyme or reason to what I like or why I like. Because when I'm watching a horror movie, for me, it's about how it's making me. feel feel I look at the lighting I look at the cinematography I look at the shots I look at the acting like I dig into every element of it and it has to meet certain criteria for me to be like okay because I don't get scared yeah I've maybe had two movies in my life scare me but it's like can I get into the entire vision of the director and the producer and really feel it then I'm like okay this was like hereditary was so uncomfortable to watch and that's why mm-hmm. i liked it so much but so uncomfortable. I, I could go on and on I know. 